The award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Tony Wilson. Tony, do you know anything about horse racing? I know that uh, the word rostrum gets used in the race call, which I love. Wow, that's more than us, isn't it, Ed? Oh, you know it. Are we so talking horse racing? Us. Is there anything on the show today? Uh, yeah, we're talking horses and racing. Maybe not connected, though. Hey, uh, we'll find out which uh, 80s songs uh, work better as a race call. You know it. You know also Passiona <laughs> High, the first installment, Tony, the first installment. You said that yesterday. And I lied. But today it's actually going to happen. Uh, we're going to find out what Blue Sky's thinking and the helicopter view means. And we'll find out how Paul McCartney's going with that one-legged prostitute oh, he married. Yeah, that's a lovely story. <laughs> Does that sound like a show to you, Tony? <laughs> uh, Rostrum again, what we mentioned early on. <laughs> it's all packed up on the Rostrum and ready to go here at Get This. The, the show that, despite what you've heard, is not inciting people to violence. No. I don't think that anything he said incited what, you know, people can like, I can hear, to, I can listen to Tupac if I want to, I can listen to Nickelback if I want to, if I want to follow what this guy followed, that's up to me. That's true. Thank you, Kevin Rudd. <laughs> it's the easy listening sounds of Get This around the nation. Good morning, everybody. Best pirate shanty diddy ever. Yeah, we like pirate music. <laughs> Good afternoon, by the way, if you're listening in Newcastle. Good evening, if you're in Adelaide. It's me, Tony Martin. Mm. It's that man, Ed Cavalier. It's that bloke, Richard Marsland. And it's this man, Tony Wilson. Yeah. Hello. Have Hello, you... Tony, Ed. I'd write all that down. It's a complicated <laughs> show. Hey, what have you brought in, uh, Tony? I've brought in something in the national colours on Cup Day. Australia United by me, Tony Wilson. Adventures at the 2006 World Cup mm. Germany. Oh. And you were at a lot more of it than I was because we were over there for about the same amount of time. And then we went on diverging pathways. One yeah. of us staying with the tournament, the other of us going to suck piss in Prague. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, this is not just some kind of uh, football book. No, it's not. It's no. got all sorts of other insights into the way the world ticks over. Yes. It's about life, man. It's about life at its best. People getting together and, you know, and doing stuff. Like, for example, there's a story of my uh, pregnant girlfriend wearing yes. a lead blanket on a, on a plane trip to Europe. Is that advisable? Well, apparently, she found out that American Airlines ground their staff in the first trimester because mm. of the amount of radiation, and it's just the cosmic radiation that's up there, right. can damage a fetus to the same extent as an X-ray. Is that right? And so she thought... If you wear a lead blanket in the x-ray, you wear one on a 21-hour flight. <laughs> How do you get a lead blanket onto a plane these days? Well, you have to talk your way through security and, and, and like David Copperfield, hold yeah. up your lead blanket yeah. and show that there's nothing behind it. Uh, but eventually, just ordinary lead blanket, ordinary lead blanket. She had, just, just convince, <laughs> she had to just convince them that she was insane. She didn't have to, and that, that basically put them at ease uh, as to good. her not carrying anything dangerous. Um, and then, and then basically, she, yeah, she, it was, it was one kilogram. Right. So our total luggage was 15 <laughs> kilos. She added uh, one fourteenth of the total value with uh, a lead blanket of one kilo. And I like how you uh, told me off air that she asked you not to put it in the book. You have. Yeah. And now you've taken that and you said, how about some national radio to go with it? <laughs> so she'll be listening in too. Hello, darling. Uh, there's also, we're on trains a lot. Yeah, uh, I was just saying to you off air that it's ba a lot of the book is you travelling the places and then sitting in squares getting drunk. Yeah. And might I say, really erudite 
Australians and, and other people coming up and having conversations with you. Well, there was a Japanese guy by the name <laughs> of Kenji, yeah. and uh, he was filming our views on what football was, and I stammered out something about how it brings the world together. It was, it was all cliches and not yeah, worth uh, recording. You can see that, <laughs> no. that sinking You can see that sinking feeling in Kenji's face as he recorded it. I hope um, that's not in the book. And then I said to Kenji, well, I'm writing a book. Have yeah. you got anything good? And... Kenji just nails this uh, brilliant philosophy. It was like it was Confucius. He was saying it's all about <laughs> successive futures and it moves from one future to the next future to the next future just like life. And I sort of came out of it thinking uh, that Mr Miyagi had just given me a dressing <laughs> down. Um, but basically that section in the book ends with um, so that him saying that the Japanese think too much. Australia is much more playing with feeling, with heart. Kenji had barely finished his sentence before a conga line of Aussies emerged through the glass door of the cu carriage. Sushi, sushi, sushi train, sushi train, sushi train. They sang as they snaked joyfully past our cabin. Maybe Kenji was right. From the look of them, they were living for the short term with no notion of incremental successive futures. They were just being the best sushi train they could be. Oh, what's some beautiful writing. That's from Tony Wilson. Beautiful. Australia United. Right. That's out. Don't forget Players is still in the shops. Mm. Excellent novel. And a book for the kids. The oh, thirsty, thirsty flowers. flowers. I don't know if you've heard this, Tony, but on our website, uh, you can hear yourself reading a few chapters from that with wildly inappropriate backing music. <laughs> I did actually know that, and uh, you'd be pleased to know that I launched another uh, children's book the other day for a guy called Graham Bass. He's massive. He's oh, sold Animalia. He yeah. sold five million yeah. books worldwide, and so I was kind of the little stooge who had to fire up the kids beforehand. Right. Right. And, uh, the warm-up act. <laughs> I was the warm-up act, and then I interviewed Graham. Yeah. But whilst he was getting his um, he was he was organising the, the the incredible you know out of control signatures for eight hundred oh, yeah. kids. So one kid came up to me. His name was Carlo, and said, "Will you find? Will you sign a post-it note on Graham Bass's book?" <laughs> and so I, I said, oh, "No worries." He's, he's holding it out, and I'm trying to think of what to write. Um, and the, his little smart-ass friend over the shoulder, um, Chris, who's out at Sunshine <laughs> Christian College. If you're listening, Chris, <laughs> eight, eight right, year old, you. pull your pants up. Yeah. Eight-year-old kid, um, Vietnamese. He's over the top and in a strong Australian accent. He's come out with, what do you want his signature? And, and, and oh. Carlo said, oh, he's written his own book. He said, how do we know he wrote it? <laughs> I, I flipped I flip to the um the front of the the front of my book and point to my name and say Tony Wilson I wrote the thirsty flowers there it is Chris then I'm poised still over the over the post-it note and he goes bit rusty <laughs> oh. he's a future literary critic he's or investigative good. journalist yeah. and hang on so you're signing a post-it note you're just barnacling onto somebody else's book exactly. <laughs> so I'm counting it as an autograph for all those who think I don't keep count I'm up to 15 this year not bad oh and the not kids bad. you know like what about the drama in the papers today an actor who played a bananas and pajamas character has been jailed for glassing another woman at a gold coast pub last year glassing another woman uh the woman who plays lulu a oh, fluff bear. yeah it wasn't one of the uh, it wasn't no, one no. of the bananas themselves they were already paralytic that yeah. night and they have bodyguards now to beat people up for them that's true they're so up themselves they're now so that up. the banana is so valuable <laughs> <laughs> they're getting around with the bling on yeah. you know, solid gold pajamas <laughs> entourage <laughs> They both got the grills in. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, they do. It'll, Australia will be a safer place when bananas <laughs> drop to seven dollars a kilo again. What's uh, what's 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 happened? Oh, uh, the woman who plays Lulu. I, I don't know the character Lulu's of Lulu. A, Lulu's a cuddly bear. Songs yeah. pants. All right. Well, <laughs> the thing is, mystery surrounds whether this woman actually played Lulu as her lawyers claimed in court. Now, why would you claim that if it wasn't true? 
don't worry, I've got this fantastic strategy. <laughs> yeah, what is it? I, no, no, I'll just say that yeah. you were the bear in okay. Bananas and Pajamas. Why? It'll distract them. <laughs> yeah. Because they'll go, okay. oh, that bear, it's so cuddly. Okay, if this that bear wouldn't glass right, somebody. If, if this defence doesn't work, I'm going to glass you. Really? Yeah. So you're not really the bear at all? Nah, I just, no. I'm a glasser. Yeah. That's what I do. I, I roam through bars glassing people. And if you want to say that I was the bear on, on uh, Bananas and Pajamas, that's fine. I think it'll work. I yeah, think that'll be right, a really good defence. I mean, all the information seems to be working against you, but this bear thing... <laughs> all the facts. Why would you claim that <laughs> if it wasn't true, I don't Tony? Know. B1 degree assault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Is Greg Fleet here? Are they going to get off? Look at this. Tony Wilson brings in... He's obviously had a colonoscopy. What's happened is I've, I, I walk down to my office every day yeah. with your podcast. So oh, I, I've now listened to 31 consecutive shows oh, of you it's, guys. Uh, 15 to go. And you'd be pleased to know that um, I ran into uh, one of the Melbourne football clubs, the uh, Western Bulldogs football club, on their Mad Monday. Oh, yeah. And, what's, and that? I, what's their Mad How Mad Monday? does that's, it get? That's when they're out doing what B1 and B2 do with glasses, ah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was at the lights and I broke into laughter and one of the Footscray footballers said, what are you guys laughing at? What, what are you laughing at? And, and I said, I'm laughing at Tony Martin being the other Tony Martin at the moment, which is what I was up to in the mm. podcast. Oh, that's right. I strangled myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, Tony Martin yeah. from Wildside. It's quite easy. Have a go. Anyone can do it. <laughs> I'm Tony Wilson from Wildside. What did you want to be a cop for? Why did you join the force in the first place? I said, why did you join the force in the first place? <laughs> Just say everything twice <laughs> and strangle yourself and you are Tony Martin. Yeah, but basically, so I've, I've therefore heard a lot of Fleet's work. Cause mm. he, oh, you're Greg Fleet. We can't uh, shake him off. No. He, he's probably on the most, and I was wondering. He is on the most. He's, he's, he's on the most. He's severely on the most. He claims he's off the most. <laughs> I'm not sure. And I wondered whether he knew and you knew because I happened. My mother, and this is where you, you put in the uh, the bowel cancer uh, observation. My mother yes. had bowel cancer. Yes. Got through it, but now she has to have a colonoscopy every 18 months. And I have them. And when I'm 35, I'm up for them as well. Get I turned, that camera up there. I've, I've, when I, I've turned 34, so it's a year to go. Hey, but year to go. She's told me the worst part of the colonoscopy is mm. the preparation, and That's you have right. to take a fluid, an awful sort of thick uh, gunk that Ooh, just uh, washes you out. You have to drink it. it actually, because I've had a couple of these, um, work-related, of course, yeah, <laughs> not right. for medical reasons. Yeah, right. It was a pilot we were doing. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. It's nice to make a tax deductible, is not it? The show that we did for 10 didn't get up, yeah. and the ABC were interested, so I thought, you know, camera up the ass. Maybe there's something up there. There it Maybe is. Maybe that's an expanding <laughs> Maybe market. Maybe up there. <laughs> Maybe there's something up there. But a couple of years ago, it was this sort of green concrete but now green it's like concrete. Yeah, basically Yuck. you're drinking green concrete. Well, something you don't like to eat. No. You finally struck something yeah, after yeah. eight months. Sounds filling though. But now it's a sort of uh, refreshing fizzy drink. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's still apparently not very nice no. tasting, but it is called Fleet. Is it? <laughs> so if you want um, a colonoscopy treatment with with flavour and class, grab some Fleet <laughs> and have it for the uh, day before. <laughs> He's Your providing procedure. that service for free, though. Like, he'll just... <laughs> he'll, he'll, clean he'll clean you out. clean you right out. And how do you reckon they advertise fleet? Uh, um, uh, <laughs> just a boat on a pond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I didn't want to have that done until I saw that boat on that pond. Now it looks like a very relaxing holiday. <laughs> Popping up to... This is know. not what the brochure said it would be. <laughs> dear, oh, dear. Please. Uh, Tony, what is this?
glistening gold object you've brought in. Well, uh, I've heard that one of Ed's mispromises for the year... Come on, so been, many. Come on. So many to choose from. ...is that he said he'll have a table tennis tournament. Mm. And, uh I've been involved in one. I used to yep. play in the Down Street table tennis t- tournament in Collingwood about once every month with a mate of mine, and... I won the tournament with really? my partner Tamsin of the lead blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we got we got awarded these gold you, glitter got... bats. Oh, that look! Joined together, stuck together, and they are beautiful. They are beautiful. They are, they are the sort of that's what Michael Landon walks towards at the end of Highway to Heaven. <laughs> and uh, basically. With their gold sparkle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking that you might award them Thank to the winner so of your tournament. These, this, this is now the new... And look, you've done the right thing. This is what I was hoping for. If I just say it and then do nothing, yeah. eventually we, people will get upset and start doing my work for me and it's starting to pay off. And another thing I can suggest for your tournament, which we used to do at Down yeah, Street, yeah, yeah. is yeah. some black light action. Get yourself oh. a black light, oh, yeah. paint the bats white, yeah. paint the net white, yeah. the ball goes, and everything is this luminous purple. Oh, my and God. And you play, you play round the table, black light table tennis. And you can uh, steal people's signatures from their credit card <laughs> while you're about it. Hey, there's a table tennis movie coming out. Called Balls of Fury. That's not a table tennis. <laughs> it is oh, really, and it's like full Who's of. It? It's a, it's like the poor man's Jack Black. Uh, it just looks like a, if you squint, it's a Jack Black movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's not Jack Black. It's someone else. Yeah. Still could be good, yeah, really. but it's full of Matrix style table tennis. Ah, uh, now see, that's where I draw the line. Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather see just actual impressive table tennis. I think I, some of it's actual and impressive because yes, I don't, I don't, you know, and I can tell, like in Forrest Gump. When the ball is oh, yeah. uh, computer generated, yes. and that makes me really angry. Yeah. I've played meow meow. Do you know her? Yeah, she's our top ranked woman. She is, and she really? uh, I took two t- two points off her. Lost eleven two. <laughs> <laughs> is that in the book? Is that in Australia no. United by no. Tony Wilson? Out now. Unfortunately, uh, my anecdotes, even though they wandered off topic, did not wander that far. <laughs> we haven't mentioned horse racing, uh, probably because oh, we know. Yeah. Nothing about it, well, I know. but we will get to it eventually. Yeah, the noise you have to make if there's a scratching is this: a scratching for Gary Lecter Toyota. Some one of those other touch channels. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, I know this sound. It's whenever in like any movie made before 1975, mm-hmm. if somebody's watching TV, mm-hmm. they're always watching this on TV. <laughs> it's like that was the only thing shown on TV and for 50 years, apparently. <laughs> uh, we've got actual things, proper real things to talk about. That'll be next on Get This. All right, I think Jed have finished there. Put your money where your mouth is. This is professional radio. Get this around the nation. Tony Wilson, he's from uh, another radio station, uh, Aren't you? We, we're yes. not even allowed to mention it. Community though. radio oh, is so yeah. unthreatening for you people in here. Oh, yeah. Triple R. Have you seen our numbers? <laughs> <laughs> we're threatened by everybody on this show. We're just generally frightened. Uh, that story I mentioned about the woman who was uh, jailed yeah. for glassing another woman at a mm. Gold Coast pub and then claimed in court she was uh, Lulu, the fluffy brown how bear. Can get, how can you get charged for glassing somewhere on the Gold Coast? I thought it was... I thought it was sweet up there. It's all part of the fun. Yeah, Everyone's just, just playing mini golf and eating all you can eat Chinese. Yeah, and then just going out at night and glassing. And then popping down to Ripley's. <laughs> Staying at Ripley's. But yeah. Listen to this, the woman, uh, there's sort of controversy. Was she just the Lulu on stage? Oh. As opposed to the TV version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they get someone fancier to do it on the yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. No, but listen, my favourite line from the story is the woman uh, wept, sobbed and threw up in the dock after pleading guilty. (laughs) 
wept, sobbed, and threw up in the dock. <laughs> she's wept, and the lawyer's gone, it's not getting through. And then she sobs, it's not getting through. Yeah. Go for the A material. Yeah. And then yep. the stenographer going, how is We that have our ascending tricolon. <laughs> well done. B, 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 G, H, H, H. How do you spell that exactly? Hey, speaking of spellings and mispronunciations Ooh. and errors of talking and whatnot... Mm-hmm. Have a listen to what I heard on the news. I was waiting for The Sopranos to come on last oh, night, yeah, so it's about episode. three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Was it a good episode, Mr. Marvin? Fantastic, yeah. It's back on track because I was a bit worried about season six because there was about three episodes of the dream sequence. The dream sequence. How worried was, were you, Rich? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty concerned. <Yeah. laughs> I've invested five years in this show. <laughs> I don't want a you know, six-feet-under style. And yet, Tony, incredibly hot girlfriend. Mm. Yeah, well, I think uh, well, it's, uh, it's the number one show ever made. There you go. Sopranos. I'm with you, Richard. Sopranos. Yeah. Mars Wayner Land, as I'm calling you. <laughs> the button whisperer. Sir Ben Kingsley in it last night as well. Sir Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Well, wasn't he the... Didn't Sir Ben Kingsley uh, sentence Saddam Hussein to death yesterday? He, he did. That footage? He did. <laughs> Again, he's gone off. He's <laughs> gone off on Saddam. What were we talking about? I can't remember. The Sopranos. You were saying the best show ever. Maybe Northern Exposures as well. I love Northern Exposure. What about Deadwood? I haven't seen it. That's the big debate. Yeah, time's going to tell on that one, Tone. I think Deadwood might be better than The Sopranos. Really? See, Nikki's agreeing. I'm naturally anti-Western. Yeah, see, that's uh, the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. so many people don't watch it. That's why I didn't watch and it. that's a natural reaction, Wilson. That's yeah, a very natural yeah. reaction up front. I didn't watch it. I've been around about three times on Showtime, and friends of mine had an intervention. They're going, get over the hats. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually good. I liked Evil Roy Slade, a movie from oh, the 60s. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, I tried to watch uh, Is It Unforgiven, which was apparently meant to be the Western that made you like Westerns. Yeah. Didn't like it. Um, and then I heard about Deadwood and said, well, I didn't like that Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. Well, I turned around on Deadwood. Uh, okay, what you want to do is you want to watch the Trinity films with Terrence Hill and Bud oh, Spencer really? progressed yeah, yeah, to yeah. the shakiest gun in the West yeah, with yeah. Don Knotts and then I think you're ready for Deadwood <laughs> need it you'll need it by the end of the shakiest gun in the West <laughs> I'd like to see Don Knotts in Deadwood well swerve you I'm a what I'm a hoople here uh, sorry <laughs> what are we talking about? You've got, to, you've got a clip, Tone. Waiting up for The Sopranos, they're talking about this new film mm. with Kate Blanchett yeah, yeah. and Brad Pitt. Sorry. What? This is sorry. how the title is spelt. Are you ready for this, Tony? Yeah. B-A-B-E-L. What does that spell? Babel. Babel, as in the Tower of Babel. Yes, as in lots of languages. Uh, the Babel fish in Hitch- Hitchhiker's Guide. Uh, okay. Yes, exactly. Mm. So if a journalist was uh, to see the word B-A-B-E-L, mm. what would they call it? The Australian Oscar winner stars with Brad Pitt in Babel, which Babel. follows a couple on holiday in Morocco <laughs> trying to fix their marriage. It sounds like a Daryl Hannah film, Babel. <laughs> <laughs> and she wouldn't let it go. The talk in Hollywood is that Kate Blanchett's performance in Babel could earn her an Oscar for Best Actress. Babel. Babel. <laughs> the Tower of Babel. <laughs> we like should call this show The Tower, Tower of Babel. Babel. Britney Spears and her teenage friends. Hijinks in Babel. <laughs> but uh, in case you're wondering... Babel opens in Australia on Boxing Day. Uh, I'm sure that will open before Passiona High. What are you following this time? What are you I'm saying? trying to get a character. It's the, have you got the theme song? Mm-hmm. We've got... Oh, what was, we're ready... For, what I've got, Tone, yeah. is uh, I've got the first 
I've, I've written down a, a, an outline of the of the first episode. An outline, an outline of the a treatment, if you will. A yeah, treatment. Like, so we're not going to have a sketch. We're going to have a, like a bit of sizzle for possibly yeah, a sketch. What, what we want is we're going to give you the we're going to give you the song, and then I'm going to give you the outline, and then I'm throwing it open to the listeners uh, slash emailers, uh, and yes. I want there's some proposed lines and things like that, and then I'm going to collate all that into a first episode. Oh, all right. Don't look at me like it's not going to happen. I've gotten this no, far. I've got I've got a bit of paper. You successfully got everyone else writing it for you. I think you should be right. <laughs> brilliant. It's quite brilliant, really. But hang on, are we using Greg Fleet's theme song, or have you... Well, Gr- Greg's good, but I-, I had a call from another group of artists uh, oh. who uh, who claim to have a number one selling single in Australia overall at least one year. 1989. 89, they did mention that. Uh, mm. Beat out some nonsense yeah. uh, to number one. And uh, look, they've, they've on board. Two, three, four. Decent obsession, people. Indecent obsession. Say goodbye. That was the highest selling single of 1989, beating the D-Generation, which came in second. With the satanic sketches? With a piss take, I think, of that song. And <laughs> Possibly, I don't know. So that's the and theme. Back. The, the scene mo- is set. The scene is set. Uh, 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 um. Day one, Passiona High. Chairman of the Nerd Committee, Tony Martin, is busted by the two sports coaches for non-attendance. He is forced to play football unless he and the Nerd Committee can come up with a plan. Problem is, they only have one lunchtime meeting left before the big game. How will the chairman of the Nerd Committee, Tony Martin, get out of this one? And who is the mysterious delivery man that may hold all the answers? <laughs> yes. Right, so what do the listeners have to do? Um, that description will be up on the website, and all they've got to do now is just write in, like if they've just got two lines that they'd like, a little bit of stage direction, whatever they'd like, and then me and, uh, and, and Shanksy... And Nikki and yourself and Wilson, you're involved now. Bad luck. Uh, we're going to cobble it together and we're going to come up with the first episode. Wow. It will be read out on air and all of the and the parts will be played by the people that the, the characters. Oh, and will it be live like old style radio? You know it. Wow. So you need a nerd excuse, is that right, to get out of sport? I'm just going, you know, when I sit up taping like Late Line and, mm. and trying to cut what John Howard said into like a bit of music, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what I could do is just come in and go, hey everyone, I was watching Late Line last night, <laughs> uh, here's what I saw, I'll be out the back making a coffee, if you guys want to write the sketch, put it on the internet, and then I'll just read it out tomorrow. <laughs> Wouldn't that be an easy way to live your life? Listen, Can Tony. you imagine that, Tony? That's why he doesn't get his name on the poster, Tony. <laughs> Yeah, Thank you for bringing that up. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and why is Ed's name really should be at the beginning of the show? I agree with that. But the gap in the Hive song is only <laughs> enough for two people. <laughs> if we get asked back next year, yeah. maybe we'll get the Hives to re-record a longer version. <laughs> I've, got to start, I've got to start getting more precious around here. Yeah. No name on the poster. And, and sorry to go backwards here. I know it's all about forward momentum, but... Uh, yeah, okay, you can when, be on the oh, poster the, too. The, the, Do you want the outro? Yeah, sorry, there's an outro. We should play it. Now, there okay, you're saying Tony Wilson can be in it. Yeah, I want him to be. Have you got a character you'd like to be, Tony? Yes, I want to be Mr. Hugh Snibson, who is the Mormon <laughs> physics teacher with a birthmark on his face, and he has taken a bit of heat from the kids. He comes in on day one with a guitar and tries to win them over, <laughs> singing, singing Monty Python's The Galaxy Song. You're on. You're on. You are on. This show you is on. writing itself. We will have some actual talk of horse racing, I'm sure, coming up soonish. Get this. <laughs> well, 
you've got to be very careful with these things. Uh, I think the responsible thing to do would be to put this to the management and get their version of it. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito. Let's get this. Around the nation, I think. Hello to people in Brisbane, Sydney, Adelaide, Newcastle and Melbourne where it's a public holiday. Mm. Not in here, it's not. Tony Wilson has come in. Hello, Tony. Ed. And he's just received a copy of our new album, Illegal Download, which is only obtainable uh, to listeners of this program who call in and get on here on Talkback Mountain. You know it. And if this was released in 1985, it would look like you had a record deal. <laughs> but with the miracles of home computing, I know that this took about uh, four hours to knock up. Well done, guys. <laughs> There's only a thousand of them. A yep. thousand. And we will be giving some to people who... Uh, right into us mm. from zones where, because of the time difference, they can't get on. We, the are, we are sympathetic to that, mm. and we are we're going to make some allowances for that. Who is this bloke? Oh, this guy here. We're going to send him a copy. Who you got? Guerentino. Oh, Guerin, yes. Yeah, I met him in a shop, and he introduced himself as the bloke who'd sung The Touch mm. from the Transformers, mm. the movie soundtrack, mm. with Richard Marsden. They do it. Yeah. He mm. sent me in, look at this, a copy of the soundtrack. To lovely. He made a little cover for it and everything. Yeah. And then maybe thinking, oh, that's not going to be enough. No, no. That's not going to be enough no. to swing the deal. I'd better send them the latest issue of Bacon Busters. What's that? It's a magazine for people who like to kill pigs. <laughs> oh. And what's on the cover? Who's, well, made, who's made the front cover this week? Uh, they've got, well, firstly they're pointing out it's the original and the best. Of the, of the of the pig killing magazine. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to get those rubbish ones. Yeah, I hate those rubbish ones. Yeah. I went to um, Alaska in 1998 and made a story about a woman who said that she met her husband after answering an ad in a pig shooting magazine. <laughs> and I've always thought for like how many years, eight more years on, surely there is no such thing as a pig shooting magazine. And yet you flash bacon across my face there, Tony Martin, and, and my question is answered. They've got, is this, uh, this Australia's biggest boar? Uh, Probably. They've got 124 pigs in six days. <laughs> Can it be done? How Can many it? times do you reckon they've used the uh, boar headline? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to go boar again? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Bringing home the bacon was last month. Uh, <laughs> go back to boar. Yeah, yeah. Girls with grunt. What? What? Hang on. What? Yeah, but see, the thing is... Just, is it girls draped over dead pigs? I'd have to open the magazine. <laughs> And see, last night... Come I've, on. I, well, see, right here. Okay, I'm warning you. I don't care. I'm I, into it. I gave this to my wife yesterday. I've gone, oh, someone said it's Bacon Busters. And we're all laughing. And then she opened it. Yep. She's gone, oh, wow. yeah, that is disturbing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I've got in. a story for them. Yeah, please do, Wally. It's well, I went uh, taken out for a birthday dinner this week at a restaurant in Melbourne called Taxi. And it was kind of my sister and my birthday. A very flash place. Yeah, right. and, and the waiter told me that I was having some Iberian hum on. And apparently the pigs that are killed for Iberian ham on, they have only ever eaten acorns in their whole life. Whoa. <laughs> Which is why it comes in at some extraordinary dollar price per kilo. And you can taste the, ac the acorn on the bacon. Can you survive on a, an acorn-only diet? I don't know. It does sound cruel. So if you are eating Iberian ham on, hey. you, like me, are a bacon abuser. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. A, a, big, uh, a big shout-out to uh, the whole Dog and Utes weekend. Uh, yeah, no, that's harmless. That's great, the Dog no, and no, Utes weekend. No, no, attendees. And a big shout-out to 19-year-old uh, Tamara, who came second in the wet T-shirt comp. Yeah. 
proudly sporting uh, a bikini and a bottle of Bundy and Cola. So you haven't got to the photos of like guys bathing themselves in the blood of freshly uh, slaughtered uh, <laughs> not, not porkers? Not as, not as yet. No, not as yet. It gets pretty disturbing I'm back there. I'm at the there. merchandise. Um. I'm telling you, bacon busters ain't for everybody. <laughs> Holy moly. There you go. Now he's getting there. Uh, Guerin <laughs> says he has a lactose intolerant cat and two litres of milk. You do the maths. Send me a CD. <laughs> so we will send a copy of Illegal Download to that man. Yep. Uh, I'm just looking for other big stories we didn't get to. You know what I like to do, Tony? I don't know if on your program. you. I mean, I know you like to cover the hard news, so I'm assuming you don't get out the new weekly and go straight to Guess Who Don't Sue. Not always, no. <laughs> You know, they have this thing where it's like you, they don't say who the celebrity is, but you kind of can guess. Yeah. But it's always I, Pete Doherty, almost, always. Yeah, it's true. They're oh. running out of material. That's what I'm suggesting. Guess who don't sue? Which star's wife is secretly sleeping with his best friend? Uh, That's probably everybody, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, Richard Marsland. <laughs> That's just like, shouldn't there be more specific information? That's boring celebrity story like that is that wouldn't even splash across a new idea and i i'm this i actually um on our show we have to find the the novelty story for the end oh, of the yes, years yes and i find that the, the weight across my neck as i hear of another robber that's not cut the mustard you know that's either got drunk at the house or naked. broken in nude and, naked. and you can't there's just this uh there's parrots that give away burglars and parrots <laughs> that give away unfaithful husbands <laughs> yes. they they are a dime a dozen <laughs> Uh, but that is the celebrity equivalent, what you've got there, which yeah. is a uh, you know, wife of best friend going out with, got mm. drunk, was sick in car. You know, that's, that seems to be how they go. It should be more specific. This one isn't bad. Which celebrity can snort two lines of coke at the same time? <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's probably Pete Doherty. Snuffleupagus Doherty. Yes, But is that just to save time that you would have two? Straws like one up each nose. I'm in a real. I've got so much to get through today. <laughs> I'm going to have to just do this with two uh, nostrils at once. Okay. Yep. Back to uh, in bacon. Yeah. I've, been I've reading never bacon seen. Buses. Not since there were no wheat bicks in the downstairs kitchen have yeah. I seen Ed Cavalli look so disturbed. Uh, the 124 pigs in six days. Yeah. Easy. They're talking killing them, aren't they? Oh, yeah, He's yeah, killing yeah, yeah. them. Oh, shooting them in the face. Don't and let it be something disturbing. <laughs> and, they've, and they've done it, people. Yeah. They have done it. But what would constitute a, you know, not as good pig-killing magazine? I mean, who would be standing yeah, there going, oh, this isn't up to the standards of bacon busters? <laughs> I mean, sure, she's a babe and she's lying on a pig. <laughs> Seen better. To be honest, hey, let's dazzle Tony Wilson with some music. Uh, I'm really happy with what I've come up with today. What have you come up with? Uh, I'm going to sing sort of two females' voices, wow. and I'm uh, and I'm going to play some really catchy guitar at the same time. Huh. Two, three, four. That's pretty impressive. Thank you. It gets better. I'll probably bust an acoustic soon. Yeah. Oh, this is B-52s. <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> Let's get this around the nation. Triple M, KOFM, if you're in Newcastle, or if you're in Newcastle, Tony Wilson is with us. Mm. He's written, uh, well, a number of books. Australia United, Adventures at the 2006 World Cup Germany. That's it's, out. It's your one-stop shop for lead blankets, sushi trains. Drop <laughs> <laughs> uh, bears. Drop, drop bears, bears get a mention. They do. So happy to get, see drop bears get a mention. They were just... 
we were they were frightened to senseless when we were at school camps about drop bears. Well, a guy who missed out on a ticket to well, he got a ticket to Munich and then got caught in an Athens airline strike on the day. Didn't get to the game. Then when he got to the Stuttgart game, he descended from the rafters. He could have been somewhere up in space and ar- arrived around my <laughs> neck to celebrate <laughs> the moment. It's all in the book and players. Can you still get that? You can. I, I got best young Australian novelist for players How this is year. That decided on literary merit or age? Uh, you've got to be under 35. Okay. And you might notice that I, I left out the fact that um, there were actually four of us that won it together. Oh, uh, that's okay. But if, you get, if you're in, uh, it, they're, they're probably not listening. So I figured that... Uh, to the, uh, already the, the contributors of uh, Bacon Busters, how did they, how did they go this year? Uh, I'm not sure. Their, their feature there on, um, on pigs that only eat acorns seems oh, yeah. to have not, um, not got them in the Not, not caught on. <laughs> Surprise. We're not brought to you by Bacon Busters. We're brought to you by not the Mercedes-Benz V2. Oh. Oh. Veto. Veto. I don't know if Gary Newman is a good way to uh, promote the veto. Is yeah. that a good idea? Gary Newman. Startled by lava lamps. Every album cover. Oh, is that a pyramid full of light? Oh, I'm startled again. <laughs> Constantly startled. That's his thing. Everyone's got to have a gimmick and that's mm. his. Um, horse racing. It's going on somewhere, apparently. Oh, do we need to? Like, yeah. what about this guy? Oh, what's that story? Well, the man's arrested on suspic- a suspicion of carrying a concealed weapon after police found him outdoors naked, mm. and he told them that he had a tool in his rectum. Right. Okay, so... <laughs> he's on... Right. Look, let's just say that he's lying... He's So he's lying on a on a, on a park bench, yeah. right? Yeah. He's, uh, a, you know, he's enjoying his own company. Yes, Perhaps a little more than one should in public. Nicely reworded. Thank you very much. In the article. Uh, and then uh, they've said, have you got anything on you that we should know about? And he said, yes. I've got an ice pick wrapped in um, some sort of tape yeah. in my ass. Right. <laughs> so is that a threat? Or is that just for their information? Just th- FYI, just I, in case. Th- if you've lost one, it might be... That could be it. The plot of Basic Instinct 2. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be hard to, you know... Attacks? I mean, you're going to need written notice. But geez, they'll be, be surprised. I tell you what, they'll be surprised. If you think you've finally wrestled the naked man at the ground, you're like, that's it. His <laughs> wallet, wherever it might be, is mine. Right? And he's gone, really? Shing? I don't think so. It's not shing. It's it not takes really a shing. lot it's longer the- than <laughs> shing. You've got to get it, the tape off it as well. You've got to get that. Do you want to have your best sound effect there, Tony? Yeah. <laughs> what would the goons have done? Uh, it would have been this one. <laughs> <laughs> and, that one? and he's always got he's always got a glass of fleet ready just to give it to push it there. <laughs> don't come at me yet. I've got me colonoscopy medicine. I've got, me fleet and I've got an ice pick up my ass, and it's wrapped it's wrapped in tape, but it's very it's light sellotape. You could be in trouble if you give me twenty five minutes. You could be severely injured. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there you go. I love how you've written up the top because Nikki's brought it over for us. Yeah, yeah. And you've yeah. written, Nikki, is this for real? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Tell you what, though, best reenactment ever. I mean, there's not a lot of acting work out there, but I reckon even I might turn down the role of naked masturbator, ice pick up the bum. <laughs> Number two. Yeah. Uh, Ed, we've got another KFC ad or yep. uh, masturbating tool up bum guy. Well, what was that second one? <laughs> A uh, masturbating tool up bum guy? Done. <laughs> and you know how you didn't I won't to... expect pay I won't expect payment. <laughs> and you know how you didn't have to eat in the KFC. Yeah. This time you really do oh, have no. to put the thing up here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get up a certain mountain. I'm glad that was tasteful.
I'm we, glad that was a tasteful segment. Tony Wilson knows all about sports. He knows about everything. There's uh, sports in his new book, Australia United, but yeah. not so much sports that you'll hate it. You'd like it, Tony. <laughs> you, you'll be into I mean, I love the yeah. World Cup. I love every second. I didn't read players for ages because I thought it was going to be about football. Same as me avoiding the Westerns, maybe. Yeah, you yeah, didn't you want know. the sport book. No, but, it's, but players is, of course, about... The footy show wars mm. much more interesting than actual football mm. for me for a mm. nerd. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, but horse racing that one's got me hard bad. to come at. Yeah. Well, today if you're watching the races, it is the best five minutes of television for the year. Mm. When the little men, the little men, the angry little men in their silks are angry, <laughs> aren't they? When they head towards the scales. Carrying their saddles, only one of them's happy, so that means that 23 of them yeah. are a little bit angry, Lost. and they uh, give their excuse as to why they haven't won the Melbourne Cup. Ah. And that is my, in my opinion, is there anything... the, the best three minutes of television for the year. <laughs> is there anything when they say, they, they just go along one by one and say, "Nah, didn't get the 3200." Then they go on to the next <laughs> one. Then they go on to the next one and say, eh, "Never got out. Never really had a chance." <laughs> but it's never ever their fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah, stuffed up the ride entirely. You didn't get the jump. Yeah, I should have probably been in better position. It's never that. It's no, just, no. Yeah, yeah, not good enough. You never went on with it. Yeah. You know, it's just a fantastic uh, succession of high-pitched, angry little men <laughs> who are about to go off to get their bourbons and cakes. <laughs> Someone nipped their piano accordion on the course. <laughs> <laughs> just great excuses. Really? <laughs> Maybe that could be our dovetail today. Oh, great jockey excuses. Jockey excuses. Great, great. Jockey mm. excuses is definitely the dovetail. There's the, so much disturbing gear. Have you seen the horse mating? Have you seen that? What? Oh, the preparation. Oh, in the office? Or? Yeah, no, on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. No, it's a Sunday program, Serious Current Affairs. Have you seen that? Yes. What oh, do they do? They there's just, big teams around for that. Well, they just go to the break, and now uh, <laughs> when we come back, more Do you know there are fluffer horses? They, that's what? I am... Tony what? is not joking. Listen to this from the Sunday program. A stallion with such a workload cannot be expected to hang around waiting for his intended to be ready. Enter Stickman, the teaser or fluffer. A pony whose entire role is that preparation. Ten seconds into his act, he's rudely interrupted and sent back to his stall. They remain possibly the most frustrated horses in the industry. As angry as the jockeys for those fluffer horses. The fluffer horses? Stick man. They send in to just get things started. What? Like he's a real like he's a real smooth talker, rolls in with a cravat, you know, a glass of brandy, <laughs> busts out some really good gear and then gets ushered away. Yeah. No, I had friends that used to, uh, they used to, you know, I used to get angry because I'd have go and meet the girl and then oh, they'd come, yeah. like, the good looking friend coming yeah, over yeah, the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're a fluffer. You're a barroom. <laughs> You're a barroom fluffer, Wilson. <laughs> I had no idea. That's what I always said. A barroom fluffer. I, want that, I, want I think be, I am as well. I want that to be <laughs> Shannon Knowles next hit. Yeah. Barroom bar fluffer. He's just realised that he is himself. <laughs> I think, a bar room I think well. you might be for the Bachelor of the Year. Etc, etc. Uh, but then the actual horse, yeah. the proper one, comes in and have a listen <laughs> to this. Now for the star attraction. The stallion in full throttle enters the arena. Today, the aptly named Rock of Gibraltar, former world champion, winner of seven consecutive Group 1 races, his target secured, swabbed, prepared and primed. As nervous as a bride on her wedding day awaits. The stallion mounts and with so much investment at stake, there is no room for error. As many as five stallion handlers are at the ready to ensure nothing goes awry in this manufactured twist. 
He's guided home by hand to ensure no wastage of, in this case, approximately $80,000 of liquid gold. <laughs> the Barry White. Leave the horse alone. I've got someone else coming in first. Somebody's guided home by hand. Just give me some privacy. Guided home by hand. Five people. It takes five people to guide him home by hand. We are running so late. Hang on a second. No, no, wait, Tony. This show needs guiding home no, by hand. Listen, man. How, like, you, when you're a youngster and you want to mm. get involved in the horse racing industry, mm. how do you end up being the stallion guider? That's that's not that. Yeah. That can't be a job. It's like that thing that you use for snooker. You know, what's that? The spider. The, the, the spider. spider. Basically, you're the human version of the spider. Oh, my God. For the stallion of the year. That's disgusting. That's very poor work. It's early on in your vet degree, I think, you do that one. Uh, here's what we were going to do. We were going to get people to call up with race calls. Do we even have time for that? Nope. We don't. One triple three five three. Call us now. Why were they calling us again? Jockey excuses. Call us now with a jockey excuse. Yeah, that's all we've got time for. A real short dovetail. One triple three five three. Ring us up and tell us why you didn't win uh, the race. We're going straight to the callers as we go. And see what while we're waiting, I'll just do one race call if you want. Okay, I'd love you to. Um, have you got the background there? I'll just do the lyrics to Rick Springfield's Jesse Girl, if you like. That always works. Love that. Take it away. Yes, and Jesse is a friend. Yes, I know she's been a good friend of mine, but lately something's changed. Something is hard to define. Jesse's got himself a girl. I want to make a mind. She's watching with those eyes. She's loving with that body. I know it. Yes, he's holding her own arms up late, late at night. You know, I wish I had Jesse's girl. Yes, Jesse's girl. Where can I find a woman like that? Jesse's girl. That's great. Yeah, it's much better, I think, in the form of a race girl. Or Gaul. Race girl. Or Bill. Or Bridget. <laughs> you or shouted yourself into de delirium. It's a delirium. <laughs> I can say the word delirium. That was beautiful, Tone. I'll get myself back with a vocal warm-up. Oh, a little old lady was mutilated late last night. There, I can talk again. Reward yourself. Guide, you know, guide yourself home by hand. I will All give right. myself a copy <laughs> of our new album, Illegal Download. That's what everybody calls us up gets. Okay, here we go. Sarah, how are you? Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, excellent. What's uh, what's going on? No, well, look, I just rang up. You mm. guys are too busy yapping on. Yes, yeah, true. And I just rang up because I wanted to get a copy of your CD, and so I thought I got through yesterday, but yeah. I missed out because you were too busy singing Africa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, this show, Sarah, this show needs raining in. Are you saying <laughs> that you didn't like the Africa? Is that what you're saying? Oh no, 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 no! Don't get me wrong. Love yeah, the Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, hey, you got to give us a jockey's excuse though. Why didn't you win the Melbourne Cup today? Go do it in the jockey's voice. Oh, High pitched okay, jockey's just... voice, Sarah. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to steal it from uh, Futurama and say, hey, baby, ever done it in a suitcase? <laughs> I, I, if a jockey said that, that would be the highlight of the broadcast. Highlight of my year. All right, I'll all right, all right. You get a city. Hello, Carly. How are you? Hey. Oh, I know. <laughs> what, uh, why didn't you win the race? Oh, well, all those guys in dresses sidetracked me, so I was busy watching them instead of riding my horse properly. Fair enough. Fair enough. I saw a very, some very attractive footage of two men in, uh, in, in like bourbon branded uh, singlets with mm. bourbon cans as fake breasts. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, that's, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're going, should we? We will. <laughs> you know, the suits are, our suits are dirty. What are we going to wear? I know. All right. Car Alcohol. <laughs> Carly, you're in. Hello, Kitch. How are you? Yeah, g'day, boys. Listen, uh, my horse, even though she's the champion, Jessie's girl, didn't get up today. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, because, well, you know, jockeys have got to watch our weight and I had a piece of lettuce on my lunch. Oh, it just pushed yeah. me over. Oh, piece right. of lettuce, you fatty. And now, yeah. you can't, now you don't make the 12 kilos required. Is that exactly. our country? Yeah, that's Wait, album country. 
Oh, sorry, what did you say, kids? No, I was just about to say, it weighed me down. Couldn't get kicked this girl over the line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair enough. You yeah. get an album, my friend. Hello, Matt. Hi. Hey, and uh, why didn't you win today? Oh, well, look at my horse. She's all grey. She must be 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. She's all Good excuse. A legal download for that, Matt, man. Matt, you win. Hello, Steve. Oh. Hey, Steve, what's up? How did you, why didn't you win today? Oh, look, he was a good, honest horse, but uh, I'm a fairly dishonest jockey, and I've got a brown paper bag full of cash. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Brown paper <laughs> cash. <laughs> that gets you an album. Steve. Get his details. He's actually good. riding today, I think. Steve, that was brilliant. <laughs> hey, John, uh, John, are you there? John? 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 Arsland <laughs> on the pots and bags. Now, why you know did you I... win today, John? I was abducted by aliens partway through the race. Oh, yes. yes. Better do it. At the 1600, aliens descended. <laughs> grab, the, uh, grab John from the second horse. <laughs> well, is that it? That's it. Talkback Mountain, it's never run so fast. No, that was, uh, I feel like I should not crab on for a bit. Uh, yeah. Tony Wilson. Well, uh, Mr. Hugh Snipson, of course, the uh, physics teacher <laughs> with a very large birthmark on his face, could try, uh, make an attempt at starting a call with the chemical elements. Oh, That'd you want to do that? I'd yeah, love I'll cue up the equipment if you could, Mr. Marsden. We need some background sort of racing horse stuff. Starter mounts his rostrum. Go! Lights on racing! Hydrogen light around, beryllium, beryllium coming up through the outside. Here's Boron. Boron making a good run now from Lithium and Neon. Neon settling back in the field, but Boron's making all the pace out front. At the 800, Boron a length clear of Hydrogen from Helium, from Lithium, and then Beryllium fall back. Buck tucked down to the side. I'm beginning to lose the concentration of the race as Boron is kicking clear in the last 200. It's a Wayne Wilson call for 2002. I'm only going to call Boron here. Boron, two legs, Helium. Here, Lithium, Beryllium, third and fourth. And bringing up the le- rear, uh, Mendeleyadium. And coming from behind is Jesse's Girls! <laughs> oh, thanks to everyone who called ah, up. Guided by hand, a lot of you. Well done. <laughs> we did give away some albums, didn't we, Ed? I think so. I'm not quite sure how the show so. got so late today. We said Toto and Toto didn't come in. I said it twice now. Marzen. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do it yourself. Uh, Tony Wilson has an excellent book out for yeah, Christmas what? called Australia United. Kick-ass book. And if you're thinking, oh, but what about the kids? He's also got mm. the thirsty flowers in the shops. Mm. It rhymes. And there's <laughs> the players, obviously, is still yeah, in the shops. Yeah, His other are. old book. Yep. What a top. There's a whole Tony Wilson section now at yep. the bookshop. Sort out all ages is about... Our Tony Wilson's the new uh, major contributor the, on the advice column in Bacon Busters. Oh, that's true. And he's going to be appearing in Passiona High. Oh, yes. Finger in. Hugh Snipson. In every segment. <laughs> what about our key phrase today? <laughs> well, apparently it was barroom fluffer. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with a couple of old fluffers from way back, Leno and Woodley. <laughs> yeah. And it's all thanks to the Mercedes-Benz Vito. The girl's happy.